0: guys and welcome to another podcast. I'm sorry about my voice, I'm in a bit of a cold state, so um, the joys of life as you go through. Um, I wanted to talk about the signs that sometimes the challenges that occur in our life are in fact the way we think about it and depression taught me that and I talk a lot about that, but it really, now that I can see more Um, of both sides perspective of understanding depression and also understanding how to manage myself uh, to also keep into more of the light side of things instead of the darkness. I can see that a lot of my thought patterns were something that hindered me and I had to become accountable for whom I was. Now, sometimes we need to understand that Depression is caused by many things. Mine was caused by postnatal depression, so a hormonal disbalance and losing a child, so grief and loss. Uh, my mother's was caused by her condition, MS, and having a lot of pain, multiple sclerosis. Others, you know, are caused by multi multifaceted of things. Some of us are able to work on our minds and be able to produce a result that leads us into a much more sound and whole life. Um, and manageable life away from um, the darkness of depression. And other of us need some um, assistance to be able to help us to get to that point. And both are um, a perfect way to do so. There's no one size fits all. It's the best way for you as a person. Some mental disorders are genetic and it's just like having acne or you know, eczema, We have medications for that and we also have medications if required for our mental challenges when we um, may have a genetic um, disposition or not able to help ourselves yet and need help. Sometimes we can take something to get our spirits up and then we don't need it anymore. So there's a multifaceted way of helping ourselves and our thoughts are one of them. Uh, Sometimes, as I said, that we may need a combination of them. So it's not a one size fits all, but there are many things we should try. And one of the things I noted was my thought patterns were often holding me back. I would generally um, spend a lot of time thinking about my life than actually living it. And I would think about doing meditation but not like going and actually doing it. I knew that it would help but I would say I wouldn't have time but then I would go and research it for 20 minutes, another 20 minutes and wouldn't do anything. I would dissect all my problems and then I would come to the solution, and then I would often not integrate it into my life, waking up and then repeating the same Groundhog Day. So, we must sometimes replace our reflection with experience, and that means doing the action to create it. Sometimes um, we forget to look at the joys of the small things. So the small things are actually creating many of our joys and they make up the big things. So as children, we look at life and we play and we look at a butterfly in aura that they can fly and their beauty. But as an adult, we tend to brush over the sunsets, the butterflies and the awe inspiring small things that made us smile, such as even like looking up at a stranger smiling and seeing their joy, we forget about those things. When we lose sight of the magic in life, and even the joy of our favorite TV show or book or the sip of coffee or hot chocolate, then magic tends to be disregarded everywhere. So the small things are actually making up the big joys in life and they make us come back alive. Often again, um, when we grow through life, we tend to want things, and we tend to look forward to getting an experience, but then when we get it, it doesn't live up to our expectations, and we then feel depleted. So we must remember that our expectations limit us sometimes to enjoying things. Nothing gives us an expectation, no person, place, or thing, but if we bring ourselves back to embodying the experiencing, experience that we have and dropping the expectation, we can then realise we are in having a beautiful experience. Embodiment is very important. Expectations tend to limit our enjoyment. We uh, think of money in terms of obligation instead of opportunity. So when I was growing up as a child, I thought of money as opportunity, that I could get my own car and have my own freedom, that I could buy my petrol, that I could get an apartment to rent, that I could go on holiday. And now I think of it a long time ago, a couple of years ago as, oh, I have to pay for the petrol. I have to pay for my car. I have to pay for my clothes. So my mindset changed at some point, And I worked on changing that back to get it back to realizing that I have an opportunity to pay for these things So I value the money more and the things that it gives me, like the food on the table, the ability to choose what food I have on table and get creative with my cooking, the ability to pay for petrol to be warm so I can drive somewhere, the ability to buy my clothes of choice rather than, oh, I have to buy it. So changing words can really help like obligation and opportunity. There's so many things um, as we go through this that can be things in our mindsets, but I just want to pull out a few for you to have as food for thought because at the end of the day, everything is going to be different for everybody, but our thoughts create our reality and then on top of that, the changes are created by our actions, but we have to lead with these thoughts and act upon them. Our goals, which is what leads me into this one, our goals and outcomes have non actions. So to be able to succeed in anything, we need to make sure that we enjoy what we are doing each day. We need to understand that our outcomes are not just ideas, actions are results. So one of the reasons why many people often say pick an exercise or a nutrition program and then they don't get results and or long-term lifestyle changes because the outcomes are just ideas of what should happen and they don't enjoy the process that it stops. But the process should be enjoyed and the outcome should be realizing that The actions that create these are the results. So if you're not creating them in a happy manner, it's not going to survive and it's not going to create the tangible expectation of results that you want or you see through other people. So you must understand that we also need to enjoy ourselves as we create actions to create the results. It's not just doing something, it's so much more. Our life is so much more. This conversation is our life. Your drink of your tea is your life. Everything is your life. So if you're not enjoying it, then change the type of tea you're drinking. Then change the exercise you're doing and find something that you do enjoy. And remember, you can constantly change it so that the actions are enjoyable as you gain response so that you get a lifestyle of changes and outcomes and not just ideas of what should be. We often in life assume we have time. But at the end of the day, we don't know how much time we have. We don't actually have that much time to connect with others, to write our books, to find new jobs, to get fit, to find our fitness, to work on our mind. We aren't promised any time and nobody else is either. Right now could be our last moment or someone's we love. We just don't know. We could be dead tomorrow. So I like to think of as live every day as your first and your last. It doesn't mean that you have to do everything today. But it means that you should stop using excuses to start. And stop building regrets as your life. It means that that text message you didn't answer from a loved one, answer it. It means that that thought you had that you wanted to tell someone you love them, send that text. It means that that time you want to meet someone, organize that opportunity. That exercise program that you want to do, make time. We all have 24 hours in a day. We don't have time, but we make time. Time is precious and it's ticking. Ticking to a number we don't know. It could be finishing right at this moment for many or we could have a long time. But the point is we don't know how long time we have and we don't know how much time others have. So we need to use it wisely. One of the biggest changes for me was a bad feeling becomes a bad life or a bad day, but it's just a bad moment. Negative emotions often overwhelmed me and made me feel like my whole life was foobard, when in the real reality it was just a part of my human experience my anxiousness, my nerves, my pain, my depression was just a moment or a part of it, but I made it everything. I unpacked my bag there. These, these inf- information of negativity that we call it or challenges are just signals of communication to tell us that we need to change something. We need to look at our lives and see what we can do to make it more promising for us, to make it feel better. Until we start to see that bad feelings don't just mean that it's a bad life. In fact, they mean it's a time to stop doing the things that don't serve you. And a time to find out what does. And a time to wonder why you're paralyzed. And the good feelings give you strength and hope that you know that you got through the bad feelings, the bad moments, the bad times. We often wait to feel motivated and so many people ask me this, how do I stay motivated? Um, I don't. I have many days even today with my cold, I, I, I really want to train, I haven't trained in a few days um, and I'm going to do something but I'm not sure what and it's not motivation, it's just a practice of creating a habit to do it like brushing your teeth. Many people wait to feel motivated or wonder how to feel motivated. But motivation is like a hot bath. Eventually it runs out and good habits is what keeps us going. If first we create our habits, then our habits create us. And good and bad habits are just as easy to make as the other, but one yields a lot different different results. People will never get anything done by being just inspired alone. Motivation and inspiration are not sustainable forces they are fleeting like happiness. They come up and down in and out of our lives. They crop up once in a while and it's exciting like a New Year's resolution or the beginning of a fitness or nutrition plan or the love of your life. But eventually everything tends to dwindle out a little bit. And we have to summon our habits and our patterning and our awareness to make it work for us, to gather our strengths for purpose over the passion that once began. So when you have your reason why and your purpose, then the possibilities continue on after the motivation and inspiration dwindle. Often, and I think this is the last thing I want to touch on touch on is that we save our happiness and our great clothes and our looking good days um, for something. We save it up. We save that book. We save that food. We save that going to do something. And then we suddenly realise that that time never comes. And you're thinking, how beautiful the sunrise or the sunset looks as you drive home or to work, and how you'd like to read your favorite book while you're sitting in the car waiting in a traffic jam. But instead, you favor to check your Instagram or your social media or your emails and flick through thousands of pictures. And you f- you do that, and you often feel awe and inspired or dissatisfaction of others doing things that you just suddenly felt that you wanted to do. You see, we are creating problems in an area of our life of balance and we need to understand we are putting off our happiness often. So next time you decide you want to read that book or you want to enjoy that sunrise or you want to go to the beach or you want to go for that walk, put down your phone, put down your social media, put down your work. And try it, even just 15 minutes. It will make a huge difference to your life. So these are just a few things to help you food for thought of how your thoughts can often put a stop to you being able to feel the joys in your life. So today as you go through, check out your thoughts. Check what serves you, what doesn't. Check out your habits, what creates more joys and what doesn't. Check it all out and see maybe a few things you can change. Because isn't it amazing that we don't have to wait a single moment to change our life. It's all within. Namaste.